Blog Talk Radio. You know, I made this beat to go to VA. Don't you agree? It's okay if you don't. You realize why I am though. It's so project I did to make fun of y'all. Then God ain't one of y'all. Stop hearing the drugs you done or the guns you shot. Lyrically, I'm untouchable. There's no denying it. Anything my mind can think of is better than any rhyme you bit off. How many lines you sniff off? I don't care if you got drip on. I got a whole magazine. If anybody trashes me, it wants an issue. Every project you put out took 12 months to finish. The cloth we cut from is different. I'm putting up double digits, trying to run the business. Are you single? That's none of your business. Stop fucking asking. Are you hungry for something nutritious? I got a knuckle sandwich. Plus, you can't stack bread. Used to sleep at my rose place with no mattress. Had back pains and spasms. No glass plates. Never plastics. Never had steak. Just crackers. Didn't have game. I'd get laughed at. And the admin on Snapchat showed me that they have cake. No Bruce Banner, but I'll smash it. Niggas Gwen Stefani. They want a feature from me. I holler back and they go bananas. Done shit I can't show on camera. I wasn't dabbing way before Corona happened. Things got hectic. I just adapted. All I do is give them classics. I diss them, they start laughing. Maybe talking consistency? They are lacking. I'm a ball hog. They want passes. Are they gonna get A's? I tell them get A's. They hear my mixtape? They damn, shit's deep. I hear theirs? I think shit's weak. New niggas drink lean. I tell them drink bleach. They don't have what it takes to beat me. I learn to go against the grain. Borderline insane. By the way, which one you got the balls to say? It's not my year or day. It sounds so strange. I don't have much of a salary. So fuck you to the battle seat. I can smoke and it's free. Mention my name, it'll be a tragedy. Filling girls' fantasies. Thinking to myself, is this really happening? At age 12, I had a dream. Make profit off passion, not for the grammar. Almost bought a scammer. Of my life, so I became a rapper. The signs of cancer. Well, kind of sensitive. We never meant to be. But it's a bond you can't replace. Both found our happy place. I can't behave. Not for the cameras. Diamond dancing. I found a pathway. Right there on my bad days. The one I'm doing is with the mad face. Backtracking. Comes in handy. Pretty short vibes. Time to call a taxi. Squid and Sammy. On my last date. Compare me to Jay. Storm's coming. Once you hear the rain. And I feel the pain. Hey, you are tuned in to another episode of Two It Tuesdays right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nikia. I know y'all was probably like, hold up, what's going on? It's not New Music Mondays. Like, we don't start out with the music. I ain't even going to tell you what happened. It don't matter. But that right there was Brendan James. That's our guest for tonight. And and I want to say... I have so much music from him. I want to say that might be like the latest track. We're going to find out in just a moment, but I heard, I heard Corona in the lyrics. So, and you know what? He, he, he dropped music so quick that, you know, the latest track could have been dropped yesterday, but I think that might be the latest that I have. Anyway, we'll find out in just a few. You guys, did you tune in last night to the show last night? If you didn't, you missed a treat. You know, we were in Sweden last night with um, the Swedish melodic rock band Pressure. And, oh, my gosh, like, those guys were bananas. You hear me? There, there was just so much. You know we have the award show, right, that comes out January. So one of the categories is most entertaining. And I want to say Brinson was the most entertaining last year. I don't know. He'll correct me if I'm wrong in a few. But um, that interview last night was has to rank in several categories. It was it was a very good interview. They were hilarious. They kept me laughing the entire interview. They were very informative. Um, but, you know, the thing that really um, touched me the most, you know, on Indie Fire, we, I don't want to say we cater to, but 90, 85, yeah, 85% of our music guests or music artists are from the hip-hop, R&B, rap, soul genres. And um, then we have that 5%, you know, that may be rock. And so to have these gentlemen on the show last night and to hear them speak about what's going on in the world right now, 
um, and how they are able to, you know, uh, use their platform um, to spread the message of love, not hate, and um, how they're able to voice the fact that, you know, we are all a part of the human race, not, not, not looking at color. You know, we're talking about three white Swedish gentlemen and, you know, not looking at color. We are all a part of the human race, and we should be, you know, respecting people and treating people with love and kindness and dignity. And, you know, the fact that they're able to express themselves so openly in their music and through their music, you know, um, I thought that was just great, not only in their native tongue, but translated into English as well, so that we're able to um, feel uh, the name of the band, again, is Pressure. But it, it comes from, it's derived from, the pressures that we face as humans on a daily basis. You know, every situation they state has a good side and it has a bad side. And it's up to us to determine which way we're going to take the situation, uh, which direction we're going to go in that situation. Are we going to take the high road? We're going to take the low road. So, um, you know, it was an amazing interview. You know, it was a quick flight back, but uh, it was because we had new music Mondays last night. So, Quick flight back, uh, but if you did not get a chance to check that episode out, make sure that you do. Uh, and then follow it up last night with New Music Mondays. We did drop some new music from um, Double O, Jew Major, and Casa Moore. It's my birthday. Make sure that you're streaming that on all uh, downloads and digital uh, streaming sites. All right, as well as some more new music in there as well. But that's that's the latest that we have. Uh, make sure that you are right back here on. Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the uh, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, our 2019 Best Female R&B winner, Jana Blackwell, will be back here um, talking about all that's going on since that when, um, since the actual release of the song that won. You know, I get so excited when I talk about that because um, as that song is being promoted in uh, so many different countries right now, on her promotion is the fact that it's the little the little label um, of her win was Indie Fire. And I thought, you know, wow, what a way to honor us as well as her win. But we had no idea when we received that song that the song wasn't even out yet. So the song dropped in April, and the song is doing phenomenal, you know, especially in the U.K., Australia, Japan. Um, they actually have a... Um, tune setting dance challenge that's going on right now. Japan kicked it off and it's, you know, making waves. So I can't wait to have Dana on the show on Thursday to be able to just talk about everything that has transpired since we had her on the show. I want to say this time, maybe earlier on last year. All right. And then next week, uh, kind of up in the air, kind of up in the air for next week. All right. But if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them. All. Okay. My guest for tonight is Brendan James. He is a lyricist and wordsmith from Virginia Beach, Virginia, who has been writing rhymes and consistently working to perfect his craft since the age of 12. He performed at Williams Farm Rec for the youth hip hop program as a teen. He has been featured on ConeInfluence.com and nominated for most entertaining interview. Oh, it's in his bio. <laughs> Yes, nominated for Most Entertaining Interview on Indie Fire Radio in 2019. Heavily influenced by rappers such as Ill Mac, Conway the Machine, Eminem, Styles P, Jadakiss, J-Eazy, Dave East, Jay-Z, and many well-known and respected lyricists. After little success from SoundCloud, Brendan made his return to Spotify and other GSPs in February 2020, to then skyrocket his streams and collect more royalties than he has ever had in his whole music career. Y'all wait till he talks about these numbers. I mean, phenomenal numbers. Wait till you, wait till you hear. Despite having more streams than the majority of artists in VA, he is still not as respected as many other local talents or bigger known rappers, regardless of how hard he works on his crab. But that doesn't stop his grind nor his sharp rhyme skills. No matter the criticism, he will still have the same confidence in his music and considers himself an elite MC in his hometown and continues to outwork and outrhyme everybody put in his path. 2020 has seemed to have been a turn for the better for Brendan 
considering he temporarily retired after his 12th project. Wow. In 2019, until he got a job to support his music. Soon enough, Brendan dropped his first project of the year, the Brendan James LP, which only made him want to push harder and beat his record of 12 projects, releasing two projects in March, three projects. Okay, we in June now. So when I got the bio, there was two projects in May. So I'm sure he probably did another one, but we're about to find out. All right. Despite all the content being released, he still decided to make his return to his most influential interview show to promote his music. Oh, talk success and give local talent a wake-up call. Uh-oh, 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 oh you know what? I just want to pause one minute and say I saw the bio. It was a very limpy bio, and um, Siobhan had to, to, you know, tweak it just a little bit. But apparently I didn't read all of it in its entirety because um, I don't do – what we don't do what we do around here for, you know, the fame, the glory, and the shine, and, and the accolades, you know what I'm saying? Um, if we're able to fulfill our mission and our purpose in each interview, then um, we're, we're walking with purpose and, and completing what it is that we're so passionate about. Um, so to have someone say this, you know, I read it a lot. I hear it a lot, and I smile, and I say thank you. I'm very humble to people. Um, but, you know, for him to include this in his biome, that really means a lot. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Brendan. Indie uh, Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest. Returning back here uh, to the Indie Fire listening audience, uh, Virginia lyricist and wordsmith, Brendan James. back baby yes how you doing i could be better i can't complain though you know i'm showing i mean we all we all could be better you know what i'm saying i noticed something and um i have a really really short short memory but i i did notice um something in your bio that was left out that we talked about the last time Mm -hmm. um and so it's not in your bio, so I don't. I'll, I won't bring it up tonight. Um, but you know that we all have um, different issues that we deal with that cause us to um, react differently. You know, to situations. Um, a lot of right. authors use writing to um, release pent up tension and energy and. And artists are the same way. They get in the studio and things that are bothering them, you know, they're able to release um, through what they record. And so, um, I don't know, maybe things have taken a turn for the better for you and you aren't going through those things that you were going through last year. Uh, Maybe you are. Maybe they're not as important as they were last year, that they're now not in your bio. Um, Nevertheless, um, I hope, Things have gotten better since we spoke last year. I want to say that off top. Uh, for you guys who might not know Brendan and you just, you know, heard the bio or you, you read the bio, um, it states that, you know, you, you started all of this at the age of 12. Um, so many kids are doing so many different things, you know, at the age of 12. And um, a lot of them do have a fascination with music. So where did yours come from? Did you come from a musical family? Did you see a show and think, hey, I want to do this, you know, this is my future, you know, um, where did it all start for you? I was, like, always good at writing in school or whatever, and, like, I was definitely exposed to all kinds of different kinds of music. Like, I don't really have, like, a musical family, but I was exposed to all kinds of, like, genres and, like, eras of music or whatever. And so um, it's kind of blurry looking back at it because it's, like, eight, seven years ago or whatever. I was in middle school. But I just remember I had a crush on a girl. I wanted to impress her, and something told me to write a rhyme about her. I don't know. It was, I still have it, too. Uh, it's never going to see the light of day because it's cringy. But it wasn't, it's, I've heard worse. <laughs> but it does, <laughs> what I write now is like, that was, it wasn't a blueprint, but it's definitely like, it's evolved over the years. There's some elements still in there. 
I'm sorry I had to laugh because you said a word <laughs> that my kids say. And then you said this was like a long time ago. This is like seven, eight years ago. And I'm thinking, bruh, I was in middle school in like the 80s, all right? So that was a long time ago. Like I can't remember stuff that happened in middle school. Um, but then you said cringy. And um, my kids, my two younger kids are always talking about stuff that's cringy. So I had to laugh. You know, because you're, like, right there at the same age as my daughter. <laughs> so that was funny. All right. So um, so you always had the, the, the desire and the passion to, to write. Um, you did the hip-hop program as a teen, and then it just kind of evolved from there. Right. Now, you've always um, been into rap and hip-hop and, and considered yourself a lyricist and 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 you did freestyle, correct? Uh, I, I freestyle, but not, like, publicly, like, maybe, like, in the shower or whatever. Like, I can do it on the spot if someone told me to or whatever. Uh, it's definitely, like, a hit or miss or whatever. I've had my phases where my freestyle might have been better than my writing, and that was, like, a point where I was always doing. But um, I can I could freestyle and mix writings, uh at the same time if, like, you know, if needed to, but... I feel like, for me, because I've tried to freestyle before. I'm not even a rapper. So that was really hard. Um, just, just talking off the top of my head is really hard for me. So imagine somebody just having to, you know, have these thoughts, and most of the time they're having to rhyme the thoughts, you know, and, and then um, hopefully they make a little sense, you know what I'm saying, and then spit all of that. You know, yeah, I, I can never do it. So I commend any artist that is able to do it, whether you're in the shower or you're publicly, you know, doing it. I, I have to commend you. Um, do you find yourself going into an alter ego type of mode when you um, are performing or when you're you're even making music? Do you find yourself going into, you know, like you separate yourself, this is Brendan James, and then – when I get in the studio or when I'm performing, I'm just a totally different person. Or are you always just Brendan James? I'm usually the same person whenever I write and record. But, um, like, if, it, if I'm in, like, a diss track or whatever, I, I feel like I tap into, like, a whole different, like, I feel like I'm a different rapper or whatever. Like, I kind of just, like, <laughs> I embrace another side of me. It's, like, it's almost like a like a primal rage or whatever. I mean, I won't say mm-hmm. it's my ultra ego, but my uh, my mm-hmm. birthday is January 28th, 2000. And so in Chinese New Year's, it's, uh, that's the year of the dragon, and it, like, it symbolizes mm-hmm. like wisdom, good luck, and stuff like that. So the only dragon I know of right that comes to mind is Godzilla, and I feel like I embrace that side. I have like a – it's <laughs> like – I can't really explain it, but that's kind of, I feel like I'm the, I'm the dragon where I'm from. Yeah, I kind of I had to throw that in there, just reflecting off of the previous interview and that those hundred bars you spit um, from that 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 disc you dropped on whomever they were. Um, I thought you know we we spoke in the interview and then all of a sudden you just turned into a beast. You know what I'm saying <laughs> at the end of the interview, and I'm like, whoa, where did that come from? Like, and you know what's so funny when you look at the pictures, you see I see such innocence in you, I really do. And then I talk to you and I see uh, or I hear someone that is so well-versed and, and speaks so eloquently. Your interview was very, very, very good last year. And then you turned into this monster when you, you know, um, ripped those dudes apart. So I was like, by the end of the show, I was like, wait a minute, we went from this sweet little guy to, you know, this well-spoken young man to this beast on the end. So, yeah, you got some alter egos up in you. You do. You do. Whether you know it or not, you got them. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> What's motivation? I'm a gangster and a gentleman. What keeps you motivated? Yeah, that, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what, what's your motivation? How do you continue just to do what you do? Um, I, I know it's very hard when we're passionate about things and we believe that, you know, um, my passion is enough to keep me focused and not distracted, keep me on a straight and narrow, keep me grinding, you know. Um, but sometimes obstacles are, are thrown in our way, you know what I'm saying? Um, people are are talking, 
and um, setbacks occur. So what keeps Brendan James motivated? You know, because I know what you you dealt with in your area, um, your hometown, and how you feel that you're not respected the way that you should be, and how people really sleep on you as um, the lyricist that you are. But how do you continue to stay motivated? Because a lot of people will just be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm done with it, you know? Um, but you just continue to um, soar, and you continue to put the music out, and, you know, you continue just to stand up and, and be um, what it is that you're supposed to be or who it is that you're supposed to be, but how do you do it? How do you find the motivation to do so? There's a few things. One of them, like, money is one thing. You take that aside. Like, I, I, I had a rhyme about this. I, I was probably going to spit this verse. Uh, it's unreleased. I was probably going to spit it on the air, but I have something else prepared. The, the line was, um, regular job and rap make the same money. How about get off your ass and make money? And so, you know, take money away. Um, I just stay inspired. Like, I just have a lot of sources that I listen to. So, like, you know, I, I just randomly get in a different zone. Just, you know, I'll, I'll think of stuff, you know, on the spot, whatever. Not, like, freestyle, but, like, just I'll start, you know, rhymes just spill out my head, and I'll kind of just, you know, write them down. But it's just a love for the crowd that keeps me motivated. Like, I love doing this. And you may, some it may hate on me and may not respect me as much, but I honestly feel like most people are dumb or want cut from the cloth that I'm from. Like, some people like simple stuff. Some people don't get don't get me, honestly. If you don't get me, that's fine. I'm not going to dumb down for you or anything. I can and still do better than most. I can rap like the way y'all be rapping. I'm just going to have my own flavor to it, and then I'm just going to outstyle you. Mm, well, speaking of your, your music uh, and your lyrics, we introduced Storm tonight. Now, is that your latest track? Uh, you introduced, uh, introduced what? Storm. Oh, oh yeah. The uh, the, full, the song's name is um, "Storms Coming." Uh, I would definitely say it's, uh, it's. I don't think it's not the most recent, but it's it's definitely up there. Um, I'll, I'll explain why that song hasn't been out yet, but um, it's definitely one of my most recent stuff. Um, it, I wrote it back in like, at the like end of April, something like that, April, Mayish or whatever, and um. Yeah, it's it has pieces of old uh, rhymes too. So it's almost like a hybrid verse, but um, yeah, that's one of my most recent songs. Uh, the, I think the other two that I sent to you are already released. They were unreleased at the time, but they're still you know released. But um, yeah, it's the most recent unreleased stuff that you have for me. And for those who may have missed the song, um, but come back and listen to a playback show. What 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 storms coming all about? Um, this uh, the album that it's from is called Death of the SoundCloud Rapper, and so it's basically a mockery mixtape um, inspired by Charles Hamilton, <laughs> who did it before me. And like, oh wait, it was Death of the Mixtape Rapper, and so he's basically rhyming on a bunch of like you know like classic beats, whatever as he usually does, and he's kind of like it's a mockery mixtape basically. You know, it's like mixtape rappers back in the day. Now we have SoundCloud rappers, and so half of the song it's half and half. Half of it is basically me making fun of rappers and trying to rap like them, but still staying true to my craft. The other half is me kind of in my bag doing what I usually do and kind of just showing you how the lyricism is supposed to be done. And so that was the outro. That was kind of like, you know, the first few bars I proved my point. Um, I said that this whole project did to make fun of y'all. I hate to be one of Something like that. I hate that this to make fun of y'all. And so it's true. Like, if you want SoundCloud in 2020, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, it's not exactly going to get you that far. If you get views on that, that's fine, but it doesn't really pay as well as Spotify. And most of the people who get, like, millions of views on SoundCloud can't do the same on Spotify, and I've seen that before. It's hilarious. So while we're talking about these these um, um, numbers on Spotify, um, what, what was that like um, to kind of just go from a slump, you know, a period where you weren't seeing... Um, numbers like that on SoundCloud to uh, releasing music and then boom, what, like where did all that come from? I thought it was hilarious because I said once I get my job, I'm gonna start investing it into like you know promo and stuff like that. You know ways to get my right. get my exposure up. And so right. I knew exactly what was gonna happen. And so I'm I've been investing, investing. I'm hoping to make all of the money I've invested back. I got my first check not too long ago. What it wasn't a small check, but it was I'm I can probably make it at work. 
but it was it's probably my biggest check even at work or whatever. But like I wasn't mad at it. I know hopefully you know my next check is gonna be bigger or whatever. And so I'm just trying to. My goal is to make four thousand before I'm 21. So I got like a whole year for that. There's still time for it. But um, I take the numbers away. I'm still gonna put out multiple projects or whatever. And I may not make you know if I didn't make as much you know numbers as I do now. I'm still gonna outwork myself and everybody else around me. Honestly, I might I might not get a lot of money from it, but I'm still making money one way or another. I can kind of fall back or whatever. But yeah, numbers don't define me. I know that's right. How would you say that your older music um, has? Like, no. How would you say your newer music? There we go. How would you say your newer music has changed from your older music? Do you recognize this year, like for my, my 2020 releases? Um, sorry, I know you finished your question. You didn't finish your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> so good. Do you recognize growth in yourself? Can you hear it in your lyrics? Um, do you see growth in yourself as an artist and at you know as just as a man in general? Have you seen you know the growth? Oh, definitely. Like. If we're talking lyrically and, you know, like, you know, vocally, my delivery and stuff like that, and just, you know, my, um, the pockets I run in, I've definitely grown a lot, and my views on success are different. Like, I remember when I was in the process of making my first project of the year, because, um, you know, I'll have a job now, so I'm like, all right, we're, we're going to get this promotion going or whatever. Um, it took me, I was I had some material written maybe before I got the job or whatever, before I actually started working there. But, uh, you know, once I got the job, I'm thinking, you know, I need, I'm going to release something this year. I'm, I, I forgot what it was, but, like, I was going through another M&M phase. I've had maybe, like, three of those in my lifetime. But I um, I tapped into uh, my inner, like, nerd rapper or whatever and kind of just I found a whole new hunger and just, you know, I was inspired by a lot of M&M's old material. You know, the whole, you know, that's why I call it the Brandon James LP or whatever. And so I had a few M&M beats on there. Uh, one of them didn't really make the cut because I think they had an issue with like the sample or whatever, which is fine. You know, I'll keep it in the vault. But um, I just found a whole new hunger, and I, I kind of just tapped into a whole different like mindset and create uh, creative space. And a lot of it's been improving, especially my new stuff. I feel like I'm in like I won't say final form because I, I have plenty of time to improve. I'm still young, but like I'm li- I'm rhyming in a different caliber. I don't think I've ever rhymed before. I'm gonna I can't wait to showcase that tonight. So tell the people something about your songwriting process. What comes first for you? Your lyrics, then your beats, or you got to have the beat first before you can drop some lyrics? If I find the beat first, then the lyrics going to come way easier. But, like, it's I don't really struggle with thinking of my rhymes, but, like, I'm the creative space I'm in now, I used to be like this, like, five years ago when I was, like, I was starting to, like, peak a little bit. I used to, like, think of, like, a lot of rhymes, like, you know, in my head, not even freestyle rhymes, but like, um, how I explain this? I wouldn't, I wouldn't write it on my notebook yet. I would kind of just like, I would write the rhyme that I'm using, like the, you know, the rhyme scheme, you know, like uh, cat bat, you know, like that, the syllables and whatnot. I would write them in my phone or whatever, and kind of just like, you know, I was like brainstorming rhymes, and so I would, uh, when I put them on paper, it would come out a little bit more like, a little bit more structured and stuff. And so sometimes if I'm like going crazy. Like, I'll kind of just forget the order I wrote them in, and, like, I might uh, bring back a certain scheme I used in the first few bars and, like, later in the verse. But, like, it's my brain just, like, scatters everywhere when I'm, like, in super creative mode. I can't, it's so, it's a weird feeling. And so, yeah, usually lyrics come first, but if I find the beat that I want to use, then um, I'm in, like, a whole different zone. I can probably write it in my head and pick up the flow, like, almost immediately. So I want to talk about the next track that we're going to play, um, Die Legend. You want to tell us um, what the writing process was like for that song and what it's all about? I actually wrote that like two years ago. I, I just picked a different beat for it. Um, because the original uh, song, when I, not when I performed it, when I uh, recorded it, it was definitely like not polished at all. Like It was maybe like my third project of the year or something like that. And so... Um, the beat I heard was like I think someone uh, from VA round over performed me, and so I decided to, uh, you know, round over myself. I heard it in a it was in a live battle. It was a Lil Wayne versus a uh, Fabulous battle. You know those battles they be doing, and so it's a Lil Wayne beat, 
And so I'm like, I got to get on this. And so I, I, I started digging in the crates for some old verses because, like, I wasn't lazy to write something new, but I just wanted to, like, I found the perfect verse for it because, like, it flowed perfect with the beat. And so um, the way I saw it was, and ironically, the uh, project is from uh, Foundations. Uh, I dropped it two years ago. It was my third project of the year. Uh, it's basically Foundations, same artwork and everything, but just, like, different content. It's rewritten, re-recorded and everything, and way more polished. I this right here is Die a Legend, Brendan James on Indie Fire. Always the run of the litter. Told him shut up and listen. It's just the beginning. Fish for compliments. And maybe it's common sense. Thrown between a psycho and a genius, the Lion King, among a bunch of hyenas. Wasn't that serious when I first started? Was for clout and the thirst for it? Smooth with the pen, I don't force it. Carry the city with both shoulders, the cold corner. Scores flawless. I put up points with the Globetrotters. Once you compare to nobody, failure's no option. My goal is to spread hope. With each stroke of a pencil, used to open voice memos, press record, and show why I'm so golden. Wasn't born to be perfect. All my grime, my wheels are turning. Speaking in third person, your girl wants to kiss me. I'm her favorite rapper like Hershey's. I drank from the fountain of youth, and someone cursed it. Far as the bag, I'm the only one that deserves it. Being in first place feels beautiful, if I say so myself. If it's career suicide, I ain't myself. Try to make it to wealth without begging for help. Talk to me nice, or we can take it outside. If not, we raid in your house. Things I do with words, it's like placing a spell. Niggas hate I'm doing well, and I pray for them all. Then getting paid from a job, even before quarantine. They were staying home all day, playing Warzone. Same ones talk shit and rap, don't reward though. I won't mention names, let's just say his name's Mowgli. One thing I learned is to ignore hate, it's the bare necessities. This guy never bleeds. Just trying to be a better me. In school, I would never speak. At one point, it was a test for me to even get good grades. Now my music's growing at a better speed than usual. Don't mess with me or flowers at a funeral or a tragedy in a musical. I want to be a billionaire like Bruno Mars. Graduate from the school of rock. Kung Fu Panda, but I'm too hardcore. Looking for a new sponsor. The mood's darker. A true scholar. Blue lava is all I put out. The Godfather's putting his foot down. I've been holding the fort down. Put on for the hometown. I'm homeward bound. So my bones give out. I remain solid. I thank God that I'm no longer a SoundCloud artist. Now I look at me like I'm a Martian. I don't get it though. I just hope to be successful. I got skeletons in my closet. That's for Eminem's mother. My mom would smoke cigarettes to the bone. I had plenty of hoes. They wanna scream my name. Sad how things have changed. I've seen some naked. That where we meet one day when I'm famous. Last relationship was a train wreck. Like Amy Schumer. Cuba was acting crazy. We decided to aim a shooter. She did me extra foul. The playing field's leveled now. I've been the king forever now. I'm finally stepping down. I'm thinking about the future. I'ma live forever now. Got faith in God. Can't let me down. They cannot say shit. I'ma die a legend now. Good, it's your girl, Jana Blackwell, C-Town Records, Mistress of Soul, and you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host, Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip-hop hits, Indie Fire. Well, make sure you're right back here on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll have C-Town Records' own Mistress of Soul, Jana Blackwell, in the studio with us. If you're just tuning in, you are live on Two with Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my very, very special guest, lyricist and wordsmith straight out of Virginia, 
Brenda James. And we just gave you, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Die a Legend. Die a Legend. Die a Legend. What y'all think about that? Y'all give me some feedback. Y'all mighty quiet tonight. I, I need some feedback <laughs> on that. I need some feedback. I'm sorry. I, You know what? <laughs> I normally like to listen to a track several times because I have different ways to process the track throughout each um, time that I listen to it. But it's like when I play music on the show, it's the first time I hear it because I want to be as surprised as my listening audience is. You know, we're going to hear it together for the very first time. And so I try to dig so deep in that first hearing um, to be able to comprehend everything Brendan is saying but not find the humor in what he's saying as well because I know that he's throwing, you know, daggers at somebody um, like he didn't want to give his name but then he gives his name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, you know, that's that's Brendan right there. Um, but I like that. I like dialect and I like the beat um as well. Um, what ingredient do you think makes you special as an independent artist? Like me in general or No, not you in general. As an artist, which which ingredient makes you special? Oh, um, your work ethic, um, your influences, which can definitely vary, um, your attitude, uh, your knowledge of self, the way you go about your craft and how much you practice it, um, the way you market yourself, too. Like, I wouldn't, you know, there's nothing wrong with gimmicks. I personally don't support them. But, like, you got to still, like, stay true to yourself at the end of the day. You can't be, like, having some gangster image and all of a sudden, like, you know, in your music, within one moment, you know, you slip up. I'm not talking about 6 9 but, like, just in general. Like, <laughs> some people really just, like, they market themselves the wrong way, and it doesn't look right. You talking about Rock, have you seen that ponytail he got now? <laughs> I did. That was, was awful. Yeah, he's yeah. hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. I don't really like. I wasn't really buying into this whole image or whatever, but I always thought he was hilarious to watch and everything. I don't really. I don't care. That he snitched. He's funny. That that's all that matters to me. He's funny to watch. Yeah, he is. I can't wait to hear um, what comes out of the minds of Akon along with him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say on oh, that man. right there. Um, to you and your personal opinion, and I know you have so much music, um, but just think back. What song of yours do you think that you have um, delivered your best performance so far? And I don't mean like on the stage, you know, because we're we're kind of limited, you know. Um, yeah, I haven't performed in like six years. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, performance in the studio, um, whether it be, you know, on on the project, the final release of the project itself, but which which song of yours do you feel that you have delivered your best performance so far from an emotional and a technical point of view? That's a, that's a really good question. I would probably have to say, I have to look back to my catalog because I don't know how many, I have a lot of songs released, so I can't really like, I can't name them off the top of my head, but um, off my newest project, my maybe let's see, my two newest projects, like my SoundCloud one, um, and my uh, other one I'll talk about in a second. Um, I would probably have to say uh, this is one song called "Bring Candles," and technically I'm in like a whole different pocket. I would listen to I listen to a lot of Griselda, and so I would listen to like West Side Gun when I wrote this. So I had to flow down perfectly. And um, the last maybe like fifty something bars, I just went in like a whole different pocket, like. I do I do this a lot now. Like I I probably knew how to do this, but I like perfected to a T. I think it's called internal rhymes. I could be wrong, but it's like when you rhyme almost two different things like back to back or whatever. And like um again, I I'm not really like dissing anyone on the track. I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of just talking shit on for the most part. Just kind of, you know, rhyming just to be rhyming. But I still have something, don't get me wrong, but like I went I switched the flow up maybe like three times the whole song. And um even though I'm not talking about anybody in general, I can just make a corny joke about, oh, I dated your girl back, like, something like that. Like, I'm going to deliver it in such a hilarious way. It's, it's, my last bar was, like, 
Um, you bragging how you smash her, but the true question is who hasn't. But like I, I said, who hasn't like so loud, and it's like I got to think about it. who hasn't. Yeah, I got to hear that one. <laughs> I'll submit it for like New Music Mondays or something. Yes, please do, please do. <laughs> um, and I know that you said that you have not. Um, you know, performed on stage in, in about six years. Um, and a lot of people, they they look at the number of tours they go on or the amount of merch they sell or um, venues that they can perform at. They use that to measure their level of success. Um, but for you, what what has been the most successful or an amazing high point of your career thus far? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would probably have to say, like, hmm, I'm not going to, excluding my nomination from last year, <laughs> I would probably have to say, like, I, I think just the way my numbers have been going, like, I hit half a mil back in, like, April, I'm 200k away from a million streams, like as we speak. And when I hit a million, I'm buying a chain, just just because. What? What? If they stop playing my music and release it already, I can probably hit that easily. But like, I, I can explain the issues I'm having right now. It's nothing like nothing legal or anything like that. I would hope it's not legal, but it's just the artwork. They're really picky about my artwork, and it's just really annoying. So I keep pushing it back. Yeah, I think I read something that you posted a while back about, um, or you might have sent it to me, the reason um, that it, your music wasn't getting played. Um, and I thought that was kind of odd, but understandable at the same time. Um, but those numbers are are crazy. See, so now I have to watch you for other things. Um, other awards uh, for the third annual show. You got to watch your numbers because um, I, I think I'm, I might know one other artist who's doing numbers like that right now. Uh, so we definitely have to watch Brendan James, guys. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. I want to jump into your third track right here. Um, and, and like, where do you get your title from? Um. What does what, what the one say? Or, like, just in general, where I get my titles from? Yeah, because I'm about to play Water Bearer, and I know that you sent one called Funeral... Was it Funeral Service? Yeah. So I'm like, gee, and then we got the storms coming, and we got Die Legend, and I'm just like, wow. Like, so all of these, were they on an EP together or an album or project together or... And then they had well, one funeral service of, was know. actually um that was actually a diss track. I had like a whole diss tape full of like my previous diss tracks, especially from I only diss like three people this year, but like yeah, it was a whole diss tape just, oh, just because. <laughs> and um, I did, I took it off because uh, I'm like you know I'm it's not really I have way better material than this. I, so I, I wanted to promote Storm. Is that one is probably like way better, and so um. I don't really need uh really need to talk down on the dude that was this and whatever only because like um I already I already proved my point he um he has nothing to say to me anymore he's I don't know I don't care what he does with his life you know, I don't hate him or anything but um I just decided to like you know I, I'm not really in battle mode this year I have nobody like no one in my targets or anything like I have a few, maybe a few but nothing like nothing personal against them but like I'm just trying to stay out the way make my money um. You know, focus on my streams and whatnot. I'm not really dissing rappers just to be dissing anymore. Like, I have to have a reason to at this point. And see, that right there, for you to say that, that is gross. That is gross. Because I know last year, that you 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 named a whole bunch of them, and that's that's what I that's what I got from you is that you just were here to to diss all these people, and um, it, it was hilarious. I mean, it really was when I think about the interview. It was hilarious. I don't know how many times I did not go back and listen to it, um, which is why it, it should have won most entertaining. 
Um, if all you <laughs> needed was somebody to call in and threaten to fight you, that's why that individual who won won. Oh, I, I, I don't know what I would have done. That would have been that would have been the highlight <laughs> oh of my, my year. Gosh, it and I would have been a whole lot pettier too. Yeah, it turned into like the interview was going on, and then something happened on Facebook, and it just. I'm like, what, what, what happened on Facebook? And the person sent her a screenshot of what was going on, and then it like trickled over here to the show, and I was like, I couldn't do nothing but just sit back and laugh because at this point, you know, this fight took over the interview, <laughs> so that's the only reason why you didn't win right there. You really brought some drama. Oh, wait, there's like, a fight. This is my interview. Yeah, man. <laughs> Who was that? Who was it? <sighs> Is there someone local that I know? I might know. No, 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 no. She's in Vegas. She's in Vegas. Oh, that's She's hilarious. She's in Vegas. Yes, it was so funny, though. I love them truly. Uh, Mogul Music Entertainment, shout out to you guys. But, yes, it was hilarious. It was funny. But I do want to jump into um, Water Bearer now. I'm going to talk about that quickly. You know, your writing process about what was going through your head when you wrote that, um, your state of mind, you know, when you put that out if it was directed towards anyone in particular, um, and go ahead and introduce it to the listening audience as well. Oh, well, that song is also not a diss track, but um, I wrote that also two years ago on, um, it's on, yeah, it's on Foundations. That was also on there. Um, it's another hybrid verse. I, it was something I wrote years ago, but I, like, rewrote and made better or whatever. And so the beat, um, uh, it's called Ocean Far Away, and my sign is Aquarius, so the water bear. And so the project was originally on what's called Aquarius, and so it was basically like oh. Aquarius theme. Like, yeah. I, I, I might have been the intro, my second song after the intro. But so I had to take the project down because, like, there was an issue with the audio, and that they, like, Spotify kind of, like, they thought uh, I was trying to cheat the system with the streams. And so I, really, I, I wish I uh, caught this before I released it. And, you know, I, I might, like, I fact-track my stuff now. So I'm like, I have to make sure everything's, you know, everything recorded okay, everything picked up. But, um, yeah, when I, when I recorded it again, I just put it on a different project. I was going to release it as a single, but I'm like, nah, I'm, I need to get this out of my system. All right, well, there you have it. This is Waterbearer, Brendan James, right here on NG Fire. Playing life, no cheat codes, gun jams, I'm trying to reload, I keep strolling, checking my timeline, I keep scrolling, the fuck you trust me for, what I'm cooking, you can't get a recipe for, follow the path you're already on, the small stepper songs, that's what destiny's for, remember who your real friends are, and better hope the connection is strong, as long as they keep it 100, you don't gotta check over your shoulder, keep your enemies close, don't ride to the death, pull over, Sky's the limit, and harsh conditions, God will test you. You provide the jet fuel. Thankful what I have, I don't get full. You can't stop my grind, I won't let you. So always see at the table, from the leg room. The world will try to find someone like you, Snow Allegra. I wrote this at the end of my last shift of the week. Wish my boss would give me a break, or give me a raise. I'm at home, trying to finish the tape. Niggas want smoke, I saw them get in the ring. They're not ready to face the wrath. Don't hate the player, hate the path. I don't make the facts, I just tell the truth. Some are afraid of that. Don't blame your life's direction, or you can change the map. It will spark a chain reaction. Maybe it's faith you're lacking. Maybe you're lazy and can't get off your ass to get your problems fixed. Make a decision and honor it. But let me get back on my heartless shit. I'm tired of giving my love to bitches. Never actually wanted it. Then bed my eyes watered in. I hope you end up dying in. It might be a lot to take in. That's a cycle I hate it. People cheat when they date me. It seems they can't keep their eyes on their own paper. Someone be locked down. They take it like a court date. Their excuse is they need more space. I don't buy it. I'm tired of trying. That's the power of vagina. Can't be chasing thotties. It might give you COVID-19. In every desert you get lost in, there's always an ocean far away. Drop a dime at the bottom. Wish to change all your mistakes. Live right here on Two It Tuesdays on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia 
from our very special guest, uh, Virginia lyricist and wordsmith, Brendan James. And that right there was Water Bearer. I like that. It was a little short for me, but I like yeah. that. It caught me off guard when it ended because I, was, I, I, I wasn't ready for it to end. Um, but I like that. I like that. If you had the opportunity to perform with anyone, whether they were living or dead, who would that individual or individuals be? Opportunity to what? To perform with anyone. Oh, um, I would say Fred the Godson. Yes. And you said living or dead. We're talking dead, Fred the Godson. So that that was that was who came to mind because it's recent and stuff. So why him? Oh, because like he he's so slick with his punchline. Like I was listening to him back mm-hmm. in like high school or whatever. I like I wasn't like a diehard fan, but like I was definitely very familiar with him. And so he's definitely had like a lot of you know memorable verses for me, uh, especially back in like freshman year. All right, and so and and living, who would you pick? Living, uh, I want to perform uh, maybe with, if not the whole Griselda, then Benny, Benny the Butcher. Mm. Okay. All right. What's the best piece of advice uh, in the in the industry that you have actually? been given and you followed so far? Um, don't sell your soul. Like, if a, if a label's trying to sign you, like, you know, I would definitely look into, like, the details so you know what you're getting into or whatever. So don't, like, you know, don't get yourself in a bad situation or whatever or, like, you know, get yourself screwed in the end and end up a lot of debt. But, like, you know, it's – as mainly in regards to like you know signing to a label because like that's something we everyone wants to do at one point you know but like don't sign or settle for less than you deserve. Right, and then what if what's the piece of advice that someone gave you that you didn't follow, but now you look back and you wish you would have followed? Um, some something someone's gave me um. I would say remain humble, but like I don't, I don't try to carry myself as like a cocky like human being or whatever. Everything I say comes from a place of like confidence. But like I remember, when I was fourteen, like when I last time I performed, I had a the first, looking back, the verse wasn't even that good, honestly, because I like, I had to look kind of like I only had I don't have like only so much I could really do in the verse. We were all had like it was like four four or five different dudes on the track. We get like a few bars a piece. I only had like eight bars, so I had lines like the most talk about since Tupac. But like. I'm like a year into my career or whatever, and he, I wasn't even born when Tupac was around. That's the funny part. And, like, I forgot. He didn't say, like, be humble, but, like, I forgot what he I can't remember exactly what he said to me. Um, Fats from the Rubber Peels. Shout out to him. Um, he, like, I forgot what it was. It's something about being humble, though. Like, you know, he he got the line everything, understood my hunger, but, like, I, I don't remember what it was. But some people just, like, they really overestimate themselves. Some be like, um... Bro, I'm like I'm the I'm the J Cole or Kendrick Lamar out of Virginia, bro. No cap. I don't know who's lying. You saying that, but that's, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I feel you on that. I do. I feel you on that right there. Um, if there is an aspiring artist who is listening right now, and they've heard your music, you know, and they consider themselves to be you know, not not a rap artist, not a, you know, someone who freestyles, but a true wordsmith or, or lyricist themselves. And they say, you know, he could do that. I could do it. I got what he got. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they really don't know the next step that they need to take to propel themselves forward in their music career. What piece of advice could you offer to that aspiring artist? Um... Let me see. So, like, if you're if you think you know you 
you have what it takes or whatever, or like, you know, you feel like you're a caliber of a certain rapper and you're trying to, you know, reach, you know, get where they're at, the first step is like, uh, how do I explain this? The first step is definitely like knowing your audience. Like, it's a lot of times, like, don't dumb down for anybody, but like, if you're, you know, making a certain kind of music with a certain kind of sound or style, you know, and you're trying to cater to that audience and like a lot of your, you know, people aren't really that crowd. You know, if they hate, don't dumb down for them. Don't try to change anything for them. But, like, spoon feed them. You know, give them a little bit of what you, you know, what you like doing. But also kind of, like, give them samples of what they like. So, like, try to be a good blend in a way. But still staying true to your craft. That's great information. Um, um, great, great information right there. He said spoon feed them. I like that. I don't think I've heard anyone um, to say it that way. Um, but, yeah, that that's very good um, words of advice right there. That's what I was looking for, not information, but words of, words of advice. And, guys, remember, every time we have a guest on the show and they drop these gems, make sure that you're absorbing everything that they say and not only make them applicable to your, you know, your career as an artist or as an author you know, as a fashion designer, make them career, uh, make them um, applicable to all aspects of your life because they can be positioned um, into every part of your life, not just uh, the creative side of your life. I want to go ahead and allow you to give your contact information now because I know you, you, you got something that you want to get off your chest. So I want to end the show with, um, with that. So I want to go ahead now and give you the opportunity to get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening to the show live now, for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many, many playback shows, I'm going to interested in, you know, collabing with you, dropping some beats your way. Um, <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, whatever the need may be for them to reach out to you, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact info out. Well, my Instagram is b.fazzo757, uh, nothing too crazy. My email is buttonstan757 at gmail.com. If you want to send me beats, uh, you trying to sign me, et cetera, all that kind of stuff. Facebook, Brendan James. Uh, Brendan James on all streaming platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's really about everything I have. Uh, I'm pretty low-key, but that's that's everything. At any time, was your name b like, I've had that. Name? Uh, that's been my nick. No, that's been my nickname for about like five years. My friend gave it to me in high school. I did think about like if uh, like let's say if my account gets taken down, or whatever, or like yeah, my account somehow is my account or my music. I'm a I'm a um, I'm gonna release some music under that name if you know if I need to. Okay, cool, 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 guys. Uh, make sure you're following the show on all social media platforms. That's Indy Fire. Make sure you're following me, the girl in motion, on all social media platforms. Uh, for submissions to New Music Mondays, you can email Monica at info at IndieFireRadio.com or you can head over to the website, www.IndieFireRadio.com. On the New Music Mondays submission tab, click it, uh, put in your uh, artist name, a little bit of information about the artist, and the track and make sure that you upload the file for your music because as I always say it does me no good to receive a, a track from so I'm Deacon and he's got this blazing song called Water Bearer and um, he doesn't submit the track alright so make sure that you submit the track if you want rotation on new music Mondays alright until Thursday 6.30pm Eastern Standard Time I'm gonna turn it over to Brendan James so he can get this off his chest, what do you got to say? The floor is yours again. Right, before I start this, you know, there's a lot of outrage going on. So for all my black brothers and sisters, not me, this is for you. And if there's any, you know, Trump supporters out there, if, you know, you uh, you all lives, all lives matter, if you don't support us or anything like that, this may offend you. If it does, I did my job. Go like this. I keep it G. Sus niggas, I think they're gay, so I should pray. They show the true colors, I don't see them quite the same, so I repaint. Most of the time, I'm quiet. I don't even speak. I'm kind as can be. Imagine a cop killing me. If you really riding for me, don't riot for me. When I become a ghost, I'll just haunt them. Majority of y'all showing black box all on my feed. Probably know nothing. 
It's annoying. Just stop it. Racism is a horrible topic. Y'all ain't going to abolish it, especially if you all started it. White men see with thousands. Don't believe you earned all of it. Shut the fuck up, Karen. You're not a part of this. This doesn't just go for colored men. Hispanics still get accused of stealing jobs again. A woman at a gas station that was Native American slapped lady in the face and embarrassed her. That shit isn't shared enough. As for the officer that killed Floyd, it makes me think of still hope because in jail, I bet a black man will kill you. I know to take care of him. He won't get a proper burial on some real shit, though. Everyone coming together is a miracle. It shouldn't have taken years to do. There's some Trump supporters that might get their feelings hurt. I got some brothers and sisters that are going to feel this verse. If you are all lives matter, there's a lot you need to learn. Go back to school and do your research on American history. When in America has that shit been great? Explain. I want to listen. So many wars. One was civil. But there's nothing civil about it. Will Trump win? I doubt it. The man is a coward. If you think otherwise, you're very unwise and are mentally challenged. Open your eyes. Go outside. There's nothing but violence. Our world's corrupt. Don't let me describe it. If I commit a crime, something small is not paying for parking. They're going to think it's not my car, even if I just bought it. If I get out of it, they're going to put hands on me. If I fight back, I'll probably die. If not, they're probably going to find me. If not, I'll probably serve life. You can understand it. Want to know why? You're obviously white. Am I exaggerating? You're probably white. I'm light-skinned, but I'm darker inside. I'm mixed as my mom's side. I grew up off Lincoln Park and Rise Against. Marky Mark and Phil Collins. Shots fire here in the air tonight. Everybody's dying. God's calling. I don't got to respond. That's my time to leave. I don't want to be a homicide like the song my Logic made. Most cops can't think logically before they take another black man's life away. I never felt that kind of pain, except when you had a white claw to drink for eating spicy wings. Y'all love the hate, so you call us niggas on social media when no plans are meeting up. But if we beat you up, you sue us for everything we got, from the kicks we got and the fists we rock. I may need to stop soon. This shit is starting to piss me off. Surprised my loss for words. The black family's out there. It's not fair your heart that hurts. Some of my white friends, there's more bridges than crosses burned. Obama should have got a third term. That'd be great. So if Trump gets impeached. I'm waiting for someone to assassinate. You post Black Lives Matter, but your opinion does not matter. I can tell by the caption, all your actions are fake. Just like you treat your ancestors man, with natives that y'all enslaved and wiped out the street populate. Pay for the damages. Your discrimination is cancerous. Wave if you're scared of us. If you think we act like thugs and animals, I'm the apex predator. I don't care if you're an Eminem fan. That doesn't mean you stand with us. Funny shit is they think we're on welfare. Who the hell cares? Your girl is staying with us. Treat us respect or don't ask for much. You say the N-word without ER, but your excuse is your friends are black. To tell the truth, I didn't ask at all. This shit wouldn't happen in Canada. It's probably peaceful. People in England that don't even speak English probably laugh at us. We had it rough. Your parents bagged your lunch while we had to scourge for crumbs. This is my mess. Let me pass it on if I'm passing on. And I'm on tease. But RIPs, cries and streets, no justice, no peace. Or people blowing up towns with RPGs. Decide the society I don't like to see. There's so much hypocrisy and lies being spoke. Hang me out the dry, I'm untying the rope. I don't need a boy. I can swim or walk on seas like the son of our father did before he crucified him. Don't try to filter what I say. You'll be science. I'm truly sorry that my white buddies had to watch us suffer and march beside us, argue with their mother because we aren't the same color. We appreciate the unity. And for the women like peanut butter, I need your number. When quarantine is over, please come over and spoon with me. VA, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. You need to put that on some wax for real. I love it. I'm, I'm I definitely, it. I, yeah, I'm working. I'm like, I want to do a whole Black Lives Matter EP once I get my other stuff out first, but I'm definitely laying that down at some point. Yeah. Yes. Well, guys, you heard it. You heard it here first, probably, right? Here first. Yeah, yeah. yeah we gonna say that. Today. You heard it here first. Yes. You know, we like first. You heard it here first. Does it have a title? Uh, I do not. I just want something performed tonight, and um, you know, I, I was hoping we at least uh, speak on the topic or whatever. It's okay, we didn't. It's all right, you know. But um, I was thinking we'd speak on the topic before I, you know, I performed it. But it's it's, it's, all, it's all good, you know. I had to voice my, you know, pain and whatnot. Well, I, I think you very you voiced it very eloquently. And again, like I said about the artists that we had on the show last night, when you can use your platform, because people feel that now um, a lot of independent artists feel, you know, um, we can't perform, we can't go to venues because they're closed still. You know what I'm saying? We can't do outdoor events because still there's regulations on how many people are supposed to be gathered. Um, but you can still use your voice. Uh, you can still use your brand 
to be able to support this movement. Um, and so any artist that uh, can do so needs to be able to do so. And I, I don't know when. We want to do something like the end of the month. I think we're going to do the last episode. I'm sorry, the last um, day of the month. Um, that Tuesday, the 30th, uh, is going to be like an open forum. And so you're welcome to come back then. Um, but it's gonna just, we're gonna just, just going to have artists that are going to be able to, to talk about how this has all affected um, them from the global pandemic to uh, the global social injustices and racial injustices that we are being faced with now. Because uh, you know it's not only um, here. You know, even though what led to, you know, um, I guess all of this being heightened again happened here in the United States, but you have people that are abroad that are still um, protesting um, and because of what's going on over here. You know, they, they still feel it in every other country. They still feel um, racism, you know. Um, it's not just blacks either. It, like, it's man lives crime. matter too. Exactly. Exactly. So... Uh, I wanted to be able to bring the artists on the show and have an open forum and just let's talk about, you know, all that's um, going on and how we're dealing with it and how we're able to help other people deal with it by using our platform, you know, to be the voice um, that others are needing, are, are listening to right now. Um, so, again, that's going to be June 30th at 6.30, uh, probably 6.30 to 8.30, two-hour show. Um, because I'm inviting a lot of artists, you know, to be able to join. So if you want in, just let me know. Definitely, yeah, definitely want in, yes. All right, so I'm going to put your name down. You'll get more more details around the 20th of the month. You'll get more details on how everything's going to work out. Um, but until then, I'm going to say goodnight, and uh, I will talk to you about that in the upcoming weeks, all right? All right, thank you for having me. So welcome. You know your family. You're welcome back anytime. You guys, I will see you on Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with C-Time Records, Mistress of Soul. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night.